I think it goes back to what we keep saying on this show, right? It comes what the one thing the pandemic has taught all of us is the one size fits all mentality doesn't work. The I'm going to treat everybody who's just a contact and whatever sticks, sticks. That doesn't work, right? Yes. You've got to get personal. Welcome to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground, where we talk about supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity with everyone from academics, historians, and business leaders. With your hosts, Chloe Guidry-Reed and Adam Moore, you'll hear inspiring stories and practical tips for overcoming challenges and gaining insight into supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. You're joined again by your two favorite hosts. I'm Adam Moore here with Chloe Goodry-Reed, and today we're going to do something a little special. We're in the middle of the holidays, and we're going to list the 10 best ways you can engage with your diverse suppliers over the holiday season without using the old kind of trite ways we used to do things. The market is constantly changing, so it's important for us to conduct our business with savvy and plan to interact with potential suppliers in a new and refreshing way. With the holidays rapidly approaching, they're about 15 days away, the time is now to draw up a strategy for your future exchanges. So without further ado, Chloe, why don't we kind of jump into these top 10 out-of-the-box thinking in the way to engage our diverse suppliers? Yes, I am super excited to tackle this. And happy holidays, everyone. Happy Happy holidays. Yes, this is wonderful. Such a great time of the year. Absolutely love it. I feel like, and I'm sure our listeners feel like this too, that the year just flew by. I mean, it really did. Last year was like, please end, please (laughs) end. And this year is kind of like, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. What's happened? Well, but I do feel like um, what the year did bring, like even though it went by fast, is that connectedness of, you know, you know, just your tribe and your your friends. And Mm -hmm. even in your business relationships, you stayed connected to the people that you were really, really connected, if you will. I completely agree. Gathering seemed more intimate. I mean, I know, uh, and even on the business side, I'm saying that, right? I mean, we were having like real conversations. It wasn't the pass out a thousand business cards games that some of these things had turned into. It was just good, honest talk. So it was was good. It was good. Yes. Which makes, I think this list, you know, even better, right? Because- If you were able to develop some of those core relationships from a business perspective, then it makes this so easy, right? Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure that interactions are are genuine all the time, right? right? All the time, all the time. You don't want to wait until the holiday season or whenever to just kind of start reaching out to some of your relationships and business contacts. You just don't want to do that. So I think definitely making sure that you're building relationships in the beginning. So then, hey, you know, let's get together for coffee over the holidays or- Sending them a card or asking them to lunch doesn't seem disingenuous. It doesn't. And, you know, and in, in, in this space, I think people on both sides of the aisle can sniff it out pretty fast. Absolutely. Right? Whether, whether you're a corporate looking for a relationship or a potential supplier looking for his relationship with a corporate, it's so easy. And, and especially during the holidays, you're like, oh, here comes the ubiquitous card. Right. So that's not the way to reach out, like you said. And I love that. We got to start this way beforehand, right? This is a January one thing we need to be doing, not a December yes. 1st thing. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, and, and so then when you get to this time and you're like, hey, let's meet for, you know, a candy cane mocha or whatever it is that you guys want to go do. It doesn't seem like, oh, I just got worked into your holiday plans. Gee, thank you. Yeah, right? I it's haven't more talked of to you like, in six months, you know? Yeah, 
Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's more of like a, Hey, let's have one more touch point before, you know, the end of the year and yeah. it's going to go so much smoother, but yeah, exactly. I like that. Just get it. Start, start working now, guys. If you guys and gals, if you want to do this next Christmas, start working on your relationships now. So what you're ready next December to have these exact same conversations. Yes, 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 yes. And if you're working on those relationships, then hopefully you understand the different holiday celebration of your different network. I mean, critical, critical, critical. If you're engaging with anyone, you want to be mindful of how they celebrate and that they may not celebrate the same holidays that you do. And so taking a genuine interest in their culture and engaging with them in their various holiday celebrations is is a really effective way, I think, to continue to build relationships on both sides. It yeah. really is. And even in the same you know, circles, faith groups, whatever we want to say, there's different ways of celebrating the exact same holiday. You know, people have different traditions from different families, different backgrounds, different cultures. And so it's a lot of fun just to learn how the different groups, the different people groups celebrate these various holidays. It's just as entertaining as anything else. I really enjoy that part of it a lot. Yes, I do too. And, you know, I think also now, like just talking about enjoying things and enjoying people, like I feel like now that we're kind of at over this hurdle of vaccinations that we can, we can make plans to, to get together and to see people in our new sort of, you don't see me, uh, you know, my air quotes, but in this safer new world, you know, and really take the initiative to spend some time with some of your diverse suppliers. I mean, to all of our corporates and honestly, everyone's time is limited, but I think that that, that interaction with you, you know, just not talking shop, but just kind of connecting with people on just a human level is very, very, very important and appreciate it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And and to personalize it a little bit, right? To understand the other person you're talking to and understand some of their interests and their likes. And you can only have done that as we talked about at the very top of the show is you got to get to know that person, right? And, and and don't just copy and paste something that you think is cute, right? That you've seen on one of the social networks. And you're like, I'm going to send this to everybody. Please don't really, truly, please, please don't. don't. Yeah. Yes. I think it's probably better to... Send something generic and like everyone got this and it's clear that there was no personalization. It's like, eh. yeah. And it's so easy today in the day of Salesforce and every CRM tool known to mankind, that's really easy to do, right? Yeah. Write up the one template email, set the date, press go and you're done. Yes. I think it goes back to what we keep saying on this show, right? It comes what the one thing the pandemic has taught all of us is the one size fits all mentality doesn't work. The I'm going to treat everybody who's just a contact and whatever sticks, sticks, that doesn't work, right? Yes. You've got to get personal. So, okay. So maybe you don't have 500 sales leads you're trying to follow on. Maybe you have 10. Right, right. But if they're 10 quality ones that you know, and you know, hey, this person likes the color blue and this person's an avid hiker and this person hates chocolate, that's great stuff. That's the type of stuff that gets you remembered. Absolutely. And I would say, you know, in the same vein, mm -hmm. when we think about supplier diversity professionals, I think it's, I think the, I, you know, and procurement professionals, I think that they should think about their suppliers as part of their team yeah. as well. And so making an effort to make them feel that way, you know, yeah. sending Christmas cookies, let them know you're thinking about them and exactly. message, yep. anything, you know, let inviting them to your company holiday party, because yep. the success of your job and your role is, is contingent upon the, the suppliers that you have as well. So I think it's a two-way street. Yep. And if you do have the standard issue corporate card, make sure you put a personalized note in there. Yes. 
and it doesn't have to be a treatise. Yes. Two, three lines. Thank you so much. Really appreciated your help on the such and such project. Yes. Look forward to doing more business in 2022. Yes. Boom, done. Yes, 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 yes. That's it. I just gave you guys the formula. It was right there. <laughs> uh, rewind what I just said and listen to it again. Yes. But yeah, just two, three sentences in your own hand, hopefully legibly. Yes. Um, <laughs> Some other. I say that to myself, people, not y'all. That's, <laughs> that's pointed towards me. <laughs> but handwritten is another really good thing. I love it. I love it. There's, I mean, it never goes out of style. I got one last year that was handwritten. The person obviously used a very nice fountain pen, <laughs> had great penmanship. It was gorgeous. I was convinced it was printed. <laughs> I mean, I must have examined that card nine ways to Sunday. This is real I ink. did under a light and I like tried to rub it off and I put water on it. You know, I'm destroying this beautiful card, trying to prove that it's, and at the end of the day, I mean, I finally asked him, I said, I've got to know something. I was like, please don't think less of me. Right. Was that pre-printed or is your handwriting really that gorgeous? And I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I, I love calligraphy and blah, 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 wow. blah. It's just like, oh, wow. You know, but I'll tell you what, I still know who that person is. I know who the company is. See, see, I mean, that those are like a unique way to be memorable. Yeah. Another really good thing is, you know, corporations mm -hmm. always have initiatives around the holidays, things that they want to support, nonprofits, yes. you know. If there is an opportunity, I think on both sides, like encourage supplier diversity professionals and procurement, encourage your suppliers to join you on some of those, you know, volunteer work or, you know, oh, yeah. anything that you guys have with, with the community. Because a lot of times small businesses, yeah. while they may do one or two of those things, they don't probably do it at scale like large corporations do. So it gives them an opportunity to participate and it gives you an opportunity to connect with them too outside of whatever engagement you guys already have. Exactly. And I think in today's day and age, you know, we've, we've talked about CRA yes. time and time again on this show, yes. right? We've talked about community involvement, the impacts that it has, and you really start to see the character on both sides when you do something like that yes. with your partners, yes. right? You get to see that they really are committed to it and they are putting them whole selves on there and they did show up, right? And they showed up authentically. It's that's a really big thing, yes. you know, and, and suppliers, if you get invited to something like that, try to make every effort. If you can't be there to have somebody from your firm there that is, you know, of a, a pretty high rank, yes. right. Yeah. That has some impact um, and that they show up and they show out. I mean, it's, it is a, it's a big deal. It really is. But what a wonderful way to give back during the holidays. I mean, that's just fantastic. Such a wonderful way. And it's, yeah, yeah. it's a way to, to, I mean, it just seems like a win-win all around. Yeah. I've also seen companies do like white elephant parties and sending gifts back and forth oh, yeah. to their suppliers too, which I thought was a very nice, you know, gesture. So it can be a lot of fun, right? Yes. It doesn't have to be this big formal blah to blah, right? Just have everybody, yeah. if, if you're not in person by this time, and I get it, some people still aren't, you know, yes, have the ubiquitous Zoom call, <laughs> right? But have something fun like that, like White Elephant that you can, you know, easily and and not breaking the banks, you know, send out to people absolutely, uh, and, and participate with it all together. Is it the same as being in person? Probably not. But you know, it's better than not doing anything, yes. I think, especially now that we're all expecting to kind of connect a little bit more, 
right? I think last year the the norm was, well, I get it. We're keeping everybody at arm's length. That's fine. But now it's kind of like, well, you know, it's not that scary. Yes, we still have some issues, but it's not that scary. Right. You know, there's things we can do to be safe and sane and smart about it. Absolutely. So yeah, stuff like that, where you can kind of just have a good time, relax a little bit. It doesn't have to be so programmatic right. is amazing for connectivity. Absolutely. And I mean, and for the vendors, I mean, you want to talk about sticking around as a vendor. That's a great way. That's a great way to keep yourself in that firm is if the firm's not suggesting it, why don't you suggest it? Absolutely. Right. If this is a client that you want to keep and you want to do more business with, this isn't all on corporates. I understand they have the biggest purses. I get that. Totally get that. Right. I'm on the corporate side. I understand. I've seen our expense accounts, (laughs) but it's not always on the corporate, right? If this is a client that you're, and maybe you're trying to win them and you know, an RFP is coming up the next year. Absolutely. It's a great way to keep that relationship building up. Right. Yeah. I, I think just, you know, during the holidays now, I mean, I think people just get this overwhelming, you know, spirit of, of giving. And it just, mm-hmm. I think it's often just a gateway to, to new friendships and real relationships outside of just the sometimes transactional ones that we have throughout the year. Yes. I would like to look at LinkedIn when it says, shows the size of my network that it's a true network. <laughs> that- Right. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know 3000 people intimately. Yeah. I'm just going to go on record and say yes, that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I think also when you're thinking about some of these things is remembering the mission, you know, remembering yeah. what the holidays are all about. And the, mm-hmm. it's a time for rest and celebration. And yes, you know, work can still be done, but it is to celebrate is celebrate our accomplishments for the year yeah. and to just connect with people outside of work. So I think if you do get together, remember keeping that in mind that, you know, people yeah. are wanting to relax and really celebrate. And so not trying to overwhelm right. them with, oh, hey, that contract right. from last month, like here's your card, oh, yeah. but, you know, reading that book right. in January or just, like just wait. Wait until the new year. Right. Don't don't give a sales pitch halfway through the party. Just right. wait for a conference. Then we expect it. And that's fine. But yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing, too. And the other thing I'd like to say on that is if you're planning something like this, remember, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Right. And when it starts to turn into a chore, it becomes onus or yeah. anything like that. Step back and say, are we doing too much? Are we pushing the envelope too far? Yeah. Right. Because sometimes simple is better. It just really is. It is. It really, really is. So what are some ways you see that communities can really, really come together towards the end of the year here? I mean, we've only got, what, 15 more days, but... Only got 15 more days. Yeah, if you... Good luck. Seize the moment. Seize the moment, though, (laughs) right? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Seize that moment. You know, there's a lot of different things. There are, especially over where uh, where I live, we have a lot of refugee communities, Mm, right? So it's not that far. You don't have to look that far. You don't have to look that deep to to find somewhere where you can pitch in. And so, you know, one of the things for communities, and I think of communities even in neighborhoods, right? I think of my own neighborhood as being a community. Yes. Start a shoe drive. Mm. You'd be surprised on how much that's needed. Yeah. Right. And I mean, you don't have to, and they don't need your five inch Gucci heel. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They literally need the pair of running shoes that you're about to throw out because, you know, Santa's about to bring you a new set. Yeah. They want the old set of running shoes. Yes. Right. They want that pair of work loafers that you've worn a hole into the leather sole and you don't know what to do with. Yes. Right. They want that pair of sandals from two seasons ago that you're over. Yeah. Right. And then, especially if you have children and they've outgrown shoes, they need those too. Yes. Right. I mean, this one person said, look, we'll take golf shoes. Honest to goodness, we will take golf shoes. We'll take the spikes out of them and we'll use them. So a shoe drive. Uh, another unique one I heard was an eyeglasses drive. 
Mm. I can't tell you how many used pairs of eyeglasses I have sitting around this house. Right. Yeah. And all of us wear glasses in this house. Yeah. So you take me, multiply it by three. And so, you know, an eyeglass is dry. I love it's, that. It's really kind of amazing what you can do. And then if you don't have anything like that and you just want to organize some people loosely, I mean, there's all sorts of things you can do. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, especially around these days, there's there are needs for the different food and soup and canned kitchens. There are needs big time because people are really looking for shelter and help right now. Mm. Um, there are all sorts of things. And unfortunately, you know, this year has been a big year about talking and stressing about mental health. Yes. There's a lot of people hurting during this time of year, right? So And coming just, off of COVID and a lot of loss. And coming off you know? of COVID and loss and uncertainty. Yes. So there's, there's, you know, we don't have to go try to save the world, but there's a lot that we can do to help out and to make a change somewhere. And you don't, it doesn't have to be this crazy involved project. Yeah. Right. And reach out to the Salvation Army, reach out to your local uh, religious group, reach out to even the public schools. Some of them are doing some things yes. and you can reach and partner with them. Talk to your corporate partner, say, hey, what are you guys doing? Right. Absolutely. And, and we might say, oh, we're doing a coat drive. If you want to dump some, you know, bring some over. That would be fantastic. Yes. Easy to do. Easy to do. But, you know, with all of that, even if you are not able to, you know, we know some entrepreneurs and small business sure. owners right. are, yeah. you know, it's down to the wire at the end of the year, or uh, this is also right. the busiest season for a lot of people. If it's the end of your fiscal year. It really can be. Yes. So, and you are crazy. And it's crazy. So if you're not able to do yeah. any of those things, I think the one thing that I would, I would think, and whether you are able to do this or not, I think just being kinder to people, you know, it's the end of yes. the year. So keeping in mind yes. what you were saying just a second ago about everything that we've all been through this year, everybody goes through things differently and experiences things differently. And so you just never know where people are in that or what's, no. what they, what their unique experience no. has been this year. So just being kinder and nicer to people. And yes, like you said, the holidays can be extra tough for people. You know, they're just dealing really with a lot be. of yeah. you know, hurt, trauma, loss, a lot of different things. So if we can mm -hmm. be gentler and nicer uh, when interacting with just exactly everyone, I think that that will go a yeah. long way, too. Yeah, totally. I mean, you know, it's just be nice. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Just be nice. Like like just we say to nice. our kids when, when when they're young, just be nice to people. And you would think like that's not something you have to tell adults, but. Well, we do because we get so focused. I mean, we'll go back to the mission, right? We get right. so focused on it's it's year end, it's quarter end, it's month end. Absolutely. Uh, right. And who knows, maybe you got an evaluation coming up on your company for different investment reasons. Yes. Yeah, we can, we tend to kind of, can kind of lose it and forget where we are with everything. And then also remember, if you own a business and you look around you, these are the people who were with you through some of the hardest years we've had in this country in a very long time. Absolutely. And they're, they're standing there with you. So we just, we need to remember that. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's a good point to, to bring up as well. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about how, you know, we can celebrate a lot of the small and diverse businesses yes. throughout the oh, holidays yes. in your neighborhood. And yes. I think some just effective ways, like just getting on the internet, looking up diverse businesses, Black-owned businesses, Latinx businesses, Asian-owned businesses, women-owned businesses that, you know, I mean, you could literally type in whatever it is that you're looking for and then women-owned business. Right. I mean, it's gift baskets, women-owned business, you know, supplies, oh, yeah. books, you know, minority-owned business or Black-owned business. Mm -hmm. And you should get a list 
And we've actually taken the time to pull together a list as well that you can find on our website under the podcast page. So Please, yes. if you don't have a list, you can check out ours uh, that you can support some of these small businesses in the local Atlanta and the Georgia area. Because we know how busy you guys are and we want to help out. Yes, we do. If you have any other suggestions or would like to be featured on our list, please reach out to us. Yes. And if you have enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and be sure to connect with us on LinkedIn at Chloe Reed and Adam Moore. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please check out previous shows and stay tuned for next time. See you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. We are grateful for the time you spend with us and participating in these conversations. Please review and rate and share our show as we are focused on growing awareness in the supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity space. If you'd like more information, please visit us at higherground.io. That's H-I-R-E ground dot I-O. Thank you for being here and we look forward to seeing you next week.